0: Nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain I'm David Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida. Sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. This is Don't Tread on America. Done. Q. Aha, let's rock. How's everybody doing out there today? It is Thursday, November 30th, 2023. The last day of the month, guys. Christmas is upon us. Tomorrow it will be December, and today we're going to drink a toast in December. Mm. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, how's everybody doing out there today? Uh, oh I'm, I'm doing fine thank thank you for asking <laughs> all right here we go let me get the mic ready so um today we're gonna I, I was thinking about something today and of course you know as soon as I get ready to do a show I I get uh, I start getting text all right anyway so I started thinking today i I heard I heard something so I heard something. And it was a it was about stuff, right? So okay, so you understand what I'm talking about, right? No. So whenever uh, you hear the people, you hear Biden, you hear they, you hear you hear the the important people, you know, because we're not important. Who the fuck are we? Talk about the one percent. The one percent must pay their fair share. We we need to get the one percent with all that bullshit, right? And naturally, naturally, we assume that they're talking about the elite, the billionaires, trillionaires, the millionaires, right? We assume that that's who they're talking about because who else would they be talking about, right? You think the, the, and then and they'll back it up with phrases like, well, the top 1% earners of this country, the top 1% need to pay their fair share. Well, the thing is, is, when when you assume, and I'm gonna use that word frequently, when you assume that you know who he's talking about, you find out that you were wrong. No, you you like I said, you assume that that group of people, that one percent, is is the rich, the millionaires, and then I I've I've always wondered this ever since I heard the phrase being used and, you know, the 1% need to pay their first share and all that bullshit. I was always like, well, that doesn't seem right. I'm not saying it doesn't seem right. I think, I think everyone should pay their fair share. I'm not saying that that doesn't sound right, but the majority of that 1% that they consider the 1% are their donors. And I'm not just talking about Democrats. I'm talking about both sides. The, the politicians and most of those people that are million, billion, and trillionaires are, I don't think there's trillionaires, but you know what I'm saying. I think the bulk of those people run companies. They run industry. They run telecommunications. They run industry. They run businesses. They run, they are who they are. It's not me. I don't run multi-billion or trillion-dollar companies, and it's not me. You know, it's the people like I talked about the other day, but those are also the people that pay for, for the politicians. And, and like I said, this isn't a Democrat thing. I'm talking about all of them. <laughs> all of them have someone that's backing them. And I, I'm not even saying Trump's, uh, you know, it, you know, out of this, he gets donors Now, I do believe that a lot of his donors come from people like us, smaller smaller income people, right? You're regular people. You're quote unquote 99%, okay? So, before we get into the show, I have a question to ask. Who are the 1%? So, before we get into it, let's cover some business, guys, real quick. You're on the podcast app. Whatever app you're on, Podbean, Spotify, Apple, Google, Samsung, iHeart, whatever you're on. Guys, scroll down, hit the DTOM link. You got three weeks. Basically, have three weeks to order something from the DTOM store because um, that'll ensure that you should get it by Christmas. Free shipping in the United States. Guys, just, you know, buy a sweatshirt, buy something. Come on. I'm really getting clay. It cost cost me thirty dollars a month to run this sh- shop, and I've literally made like three sales. And um, I, and I know I'm talking about this, and with the with the show topic that I'm gonna cover, you're gonna be like, "Well, this motherfucker's asking for us to, to buy shit," and then he's just gonna talk about that. And that's kind of fucked up. And you're right, it is. But understand this: I'm one of you. <laughs> I'm trying to run a business, and so far, I'm. 100 out of pocket i'm not even looking to make money i'm looking to break even and with that i can just keep things going so that's helping me out go to the detox store there's stickers there's glassware there's cups there's stuffed animals <laughs> there's uh sweatshirts t-shirts shorts swim trunks i know it's not swimming season whatever it will be soon enough um, so check it out. Just you know, see what you think, and uh, you know maybe maybe buy something. Anyway, if you're on social media, please check us out at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, uh, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. Ticker Talker is mainly just for drink recipes. So if you want to do that, you can. If you don't, cool. And we're on the uh, Twitter X machine at D underscore seventeen seventy five. And if you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at Dontreadonamerica from all of those situations, you can message me directly, email me, and uh, also visit the D store. <laughs> from all those situations, all right. So back to what we're talking about. So who who are the one percent? And I'm not gonna say here and give you a list of names. Oh, it's Bob Johnson, and it's, it's this person. It's, I'm not. I'm, that's not what I'm asking here. So by by that, I guess what I'm asking more so is who are they referring to when they say 1%? like I said a few minutes ago, we assume that that is your your elite you're wealthy, you're super wealthy. And I think and I talked about this on a show a while back and I want to say that the number is anybody who makes over I want to say it was 250,000. I, I could be wrong on that one, which is kind of a wide gap. Uh, you know, because there's probably a lot of people, in all honesty, that make over two hundred and fifty thousand. I mean, I'm not one of them, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you figure, however many doctors. I mean, if you have a nurse practitioner and two, you know, husband and wife or nurse practitioners, they're making over two fifty as you know as a family. <sighs> i consider when i think of one percenters when i think of what they're talking about i think of anybody who makes at least a million dollars a year or more that to me is your one percenters and yes they should pay whatever the percentage of tax rate is just like you and i do you know you file your taxes every year every year and um you know whatever that rate is whether it's 12 15 20 percent, you know most of us the quote-unquote 99 percent can't afford to go to a uh, an accountant. And I'm not talking about going to H&R Block or anything like that. I'm talking like a legitimate. Oh, Bob Johnson's my accountant, and he he handles everything. He finds the loopholes, and he finds this, and he finds that. Most of us can't afford that. You know, we might go to Jackson Hewitt or H&R Block to file our taxes, but very rarely. Do we have an accountant that, oh, you know, you, uh, you did this when you did that, you know, and, and I'll tell you a little story real quick. Uh, this was a while back. My wife had sold stock in the company she works for. And, uh, I guess when I did the taxes, I, I might've done something wrong. I don't recall exactly what it ha- what happened was. And, um, of course she was going to get audited Oh, you didn't, when you filed your taxes, you didn't claim this whatever on your, on your W-2. Well, I'm like, look, babe, I don't know. i fucking key the shit in on TurboTax. I, you know, <laughs> you know, and, uh, so anyway, long story short, we go to H&R Block and the guy there says, oh, well, do you have your, your, um, your, your stuff, you know, the, um, stock what you sold? and yeah we did we had okay she sold whatever the shares were however many it was from this to that and the way most stock brokerages do this is it's called fifo so first in first out what that means is as you're with the company for however many years and you sell you buy stock you sell stock so let's say you're there for 10 years and you never sold any stock okay but you started buying stock when it was you know 50 dollars, whatever and now it's a hundred dollars well you sold it for a hundred dollars you bought it for 50 so your 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 um profit is you know 50 bucks per share right but if you bought it when it was if if you have a good brokerage they can determine okay the shares that you sold were bought uh you know on may 1st of 2000 to uh and you sold sold 20 shares let's just say so that's from may 1st of 2000 to july 5th of 2000 whatever <laughs> i don't know the numbers i'm just giving you an idea well let's say those shares were bought at 110 bucks a share okay but in the in the meantime stock is only 100 dollars a share okay so technically you bought those shares at more than what you sold them for you understand what i'm saying most most people don't think about that when they're buying or selling stock they might just have a paycheck uh contribution of you know 20 bucks or whatever a week and then as that 20 dollars accumulates and to a point where you have enough to buy one share whether it's a 20 you have your stock your company you work for stocks only 20 bucks or it's 100 bucks You know, after five weeks, you have enough for a share and it buys a share. So, fortunately, taking it up there, he was able to decipher, okay, well, technically, when you bought this stock in whatever date of whatever year, you actually bought it for more than what you ended up selling it for. Because at that point, and I'll tell you, she works for Walmart, um, at at that one point in time, what walmart used to do they don't do it so much anymore but what they used to do is once the stock got to a certain point whatever that dollar amount was they would split the stock so let's say if it gets to 150 bucks we're going to split the stock okay and let's say you have 100 shares okay so i have 100 shares at 150 bucks and then they split the stock now what that means is it it depends sometimes it's most of the times it's a two for one split sometimes it's a three for one split now generally basically what that means let's just go with the two for one so if it's 150 bucks for one share now it splits to 75 bucks for for two for one share right but you double your share so if you have 100 shares at 150 bucks now you have 200 shares at 75 bucks you understand what i'm saying it's the same dollar amount you still have the same cumulative dollar amount And then, of course, over time, it takes time to build back up from that $75 back up to where the stock price was. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't uh, split today to $75 and tomorrow it's at $150. It takes a while to get climbed back up there. So, fortunately, he was able to decipher that this share, you sold these shares on this date. These shares were bought, even though when you sold the shares, there was just a stock split. So stock was, I don't know remember the number, but we'll just go with 75. Stock was 75 bucks. The thing is, is, when you bought the shares, when you bought these particular shares, stock was at 120 bucks or whatever it was. A- at any rate, he was able to say, however many shares it was, we actually bought them at a loss. So whereas the IRS was actually wanting us to pay, I, I think it was a pretty good chunk of money. I want to say it was like two grand. They said we owed them $2,000. In hindsight... What, what actually happened was they ended up having to cut us a check for like $500. So that is the importance of having a decent accountant. The problem was most of that $500 that we got back from the IRS, we had to pay him. <laughs> now, mind you, it didn't technically cost us anything. I, I want to say it was about $300 to pay him. So we still made like 200 bucks. Now, even if we had to pay him $500 and we got $500 back and we broke even, it's better than having to pay the IRS 2000 And that's kind of what these rich people do. And I'm talking small numbers here. When we're talking with these people. It's millions of dollars. But essentially, that's how the tax code works. All of us who have 401ks and stock portfolios and whatever, and you buy and sell and whatever, it's important that you pay attention to those things and if you especially if you buy stock from a smaller company because a lot of times they don't pay attention to date of purchase versus date of sale or price of date of purchase and so on and so forth and i'm not we're not doing a a stock show here i'm just giving you an idea of how those things work so anyway in my opinion and, and these are the things that that interest me the most i'm going to play this clip now this is from uh tucker carlson now we haven't talked about tucker in a while and you know mainly because he hasn't i mean i haven't been watching his show because it's not on tv anymore it's hard for me to sit here and watch twitter but uh this was an interesting take he had on on people on us and i think it's important and then i'll go into my thought processes of why we're all poor (laughs) so here we go
1: ...see the rest of us as slaves. That's obvious to me. I I can't imagine how it could be more obvious. It's crystal clear. They don't seek consensus. They're not interested in the public's opinion. The overlap between the list of things that people care about in this country and the list of things that Congress and the White House actually do, there's none. There's no overlap at all. And by the way, this is not my opinion. This is Gallup public opinion polling. Go look at the last ten Gallup polls on what Americans care about and compare those to the policy priorities of your government. They're not the same. They don't care what you think. They're not interested in what you think. That's publicly available information. They're not reading it because they don't want to because it doesn't matter to them. They're in charge, you're not. So the truth is, it's very hard to fight that. I'm not exactly sure how, but I know that it begins with the strength inside you. If you are weak, you will never prevail. And that explains their determined effort to make you weak by feeding you poisonous garbage by trying to make you take medicine that is not at all medicine, by their insistence that you shut up and hate yourself, by their claim that your children are not your own. They have no interest in you having dignity. In fact, your dignity and strength is a threat to them. That's why they closed the gyms and kept the weed dispensaries open. That's why the churches were shut down, but the strip bars weren't. It's a determined, systematic effort to weaken the population in order to limit their resistance to what they plan for us. Obviously, oh, you're a conspiracy nut. No, I just have lived here for the last four years. And that just could not be more obvious. They are weak, and they are afraid of the population. And I'm sad to say the population has given them very little reason to be afraid. But they're still afraid, because they know they're doing wrong. They know they're serving lies. They know nothing they do or say is justifiable, can withstand scrutiny, and on some animal level, they are terrified of the day that the average person, not some stupid talk show host, but the average person who works at some big dopey company and shuffles to work every day in some pod with a drop ceiling and fluorescent lighting, that that guy is gonna be like, "Nope, I'm not going along with it, sorry. I'm not going to the DEI meetings. Because I don't think you should discriminate people on the base of their race, how's that? Because it's immoral actually, and we've got a monument on the mall that shows that it's immoral. It's to Martin Luther King, and that was his core message. We're not going to discriminate against people on the basis of their skin color, period, for any reason. It's always wrong. This is immoral. I'm not participating. If enough people do that and things like it, this whole nonsense will...
0: So you understand? Now, this is something that I've been talking about for a while and it just takes a group of people to say enough's enough when i did the show about social security numbers and and birth certificates that should have opened your eyes right there in all honesty and it's very important not to get off script here but it's very important i'm just a dude right and i know i say this all the time but I can't emphasize my point and what I'm trying to tell you is I'm one of you guys. I am not I'm not anything special. Now I listen to other podcasts. I listen to Bon I listen to these guys who say the same thing. okay Now I'm not gonna sit here and re- bag on these other guys, but yes, Dan Bongino maybe at one time you were a regular guy just like me and i have no hate for you i love you're the first podcast i listen to in the morning truth i don't need to listen to mine I s- i'm here i don't need to listen to mine but you're not <laughs> you're not one of us you may have been one of us and you may feel like you're one of us but you're not i guess technically by definition you are one of the one percenters based on what they consider to be a one percenter. But in actuality, I believe that the majority of the people, the people like me, and I would assume the majority of the people to listen to the show, that we are the one percenters. Now, what do I mean by that? In essence, the, the way it, it is described to to most of us, the way it's told to us is that the top one percent of the population garners the, the majority of the wealth, like fifty percent or whatever the wealth. Right? That's what they and they and, and they tell you that to make you think this is bullshit. You mean to tell me that one percent of the population owns half or you know, has half of the income in this country. And they say that to get you pissed off. But in actuality, it's kind of reverse. 99% of this country makes 50% also. So when they say the 1%, they don't decipher who they're talking about. They don't say we're going to go after these corporations. We're going to go after Walmart and Target and the Walton family and the the people who own whoever and whatever, the Quaker Oats and the Procter and Gamble's and the, you know what I'm saying? We're not going after those people. Those people pay their salaries. Just like Tucker said, you can look at what's important to the average person in this country, and it's not like the Congress and senators and whoever else is in there fighting for those concerns. They're fighting for the concerns of the corporations of that 1%. When they say the 1% must pay their fair share, it's not the 1% of the population. It's the 1% of the earners. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> the The 99% out of that 1% only earns <laughs> 1%. You see you understand what I'm saying? So in essence, how did I write this down? I was I was trying to I was trying to find the words. And uh I, I fear I lost them. Let's see if I can find it here. Hold on. Yeah, hold on, hold on, give me a second. I wrote it down so I wanted to and I and I don't have it. Um I think I how did I, how did I ask the question? Uh ninety nine percent of the population Makes one percent, uh, and and it all depends because you can look at bar graphs and it breaks it down. Uh, ninety-nine or one percent or is thirty point four percent, but then ninety to ninety-nine percent makes another twenty something percent, and then it's like so ninety percent to ninety-nine percent. <laughs> what's the what's the dollar amounts there? So it's very it, depending on who you're looking at and who you're what graph you're looking at it's it it varies when in essence probably 20 20 percent of this population makes i mean because the average median income in this country is like 30 something thousand dollars a year okay and i don't make a shit ton of money but to me i and when i say household median income that's assuming your husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend or lesbian life partners whatever it is your household income is that not what each one of you guys make so think about it like this if you're listening you're listening to this show and let's say you are an assistant manager at wherever and you're making 40 grand a year okay and you think I don't make shit? Forty grand ain't shit. My wife's uh, works at wherever, and she makes thirty grand. So between the two of us, we make seventy grand, and we're struggling. We drive a piece of shit car. We can barely pay the rent. We can barely, and I'm not making fun of you. I'm just probably saying what you know. We can barely find food to eat, and what we do find, it's crap because that's all we can afford and you know my car keeps breaking down and da 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 well i'm here to tell you that if that's the case and you make 40 and your wife makes 30 and you together you're making 70 you're making hold on double what the median household income is in this country think about that for a minute so if the median household household income is like 35 36 whatever it is thousand and you let's say, are making 70 between you and your spouse and you can barely pay the bills. We are the 1% of the income. So when they say the 1% must pay their fair share, who are they talking about? They're talking about us. They're talking about the people that can't afford to go get a, a, a uh, I don't want to say an attorney, a... Uh, accountant to to break down your taxes. Most people and and I'm not making fun, I'm not pointing. I do my me and my wife, I do my tax, our taxes. Okay. I don't go to an accountant. Now years ago I used to get the book and write it all down and I made this and that and deduction here and kid there. Da 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 broke it down on paper. Now I just go get the turbo tax every year and do it like that. And that still runs you I don't know. I think that disc is like 60, 80 bucks, something like that. So that's not cheap, but most people, you know, and, and I've been there. I've done it before when I was younger, most people that say have a kid or two or three or whatever, know you're getting a fat income, a fat, uh, return. Right. So what do we do? We haul ass to H and R block or Jackson Hewitt or Liberty tax or whoever. Why? So, we know we're going to get five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars back. So if we got to pay them, you know whatever it is, two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks, whatever it is, we do, we're not going to miss it because they're just going to take it out of the what we're making. So I'm getting a grand back uh, instead of that. It's seventy-seven hundred because H uh, and R Block's going to keep their three. But whatever, I'm getting seventy-seven hundred back. Well, do you really think that they're going to break down? I mean, granted, most of people like that aren't selling stocks and buying stocks and. Have mortgages and stuff like that, but they don't care, and that's the genius, in all honesty, of those businesses. Is they're making a quick three hundred bucks off of people that don't care because they're making five, six, seven grand, eight grand, whatever back in income income tax return. So those companies are taking advantage of you too because you're just looking for the quick return. When in actuality, in all honesty, I'm here to tell you guys if you file your taxes soon like as as soon as you get your w-2s if you file your taxes right then if you bite the bullet and go and shit, most of the time you can do turbo tax for free it depends on what you gotta do for deductions and stuff but if you're just doing a basic 1040 it it doesn't cost you anything to use turbo tax and the funny thing is is if you do if you do your taxes say within the first week of february You'll get your money back within a week, and you don't have to pay anybody two, three, four hundred dollars to do it. So anyway, <laughs> but why are the one percent so rich, and we are, and in, in the true one percent are poor? Well, soaring markets helped the richest one percent gain six point five trillion in wealth last year. Six point five trillion. The wealth of America's wealthiest people, such as Warren Buff, Buffett, <laughs> Buffet, now Buffett, and Jeff Bezos, increased a total of 6.5 trillion last year, mainly driven by soaring stock prices and financial markets. The total wealth of the one percent reached a record 45.9 trillion at the end of the fourth quarter of 2021, uh, said the Federal Reserve's latest report on household wealth. Their fortunes increased by more than 12 trillion or one third during the course of the pandemic. The numbers are astounding. So that was this was just coming out of COVID. And the top one percent owned a record thirty-two point three percent of the nation's wealth as of the end of twenty-one. The share of wealth held by the bottom ninety percent of Americans likewise has declined Slightly since the pandemic from thirty and a half to thirty point two. So why these people gained what was it? Twelve trillion dollars? Right? Or or more than one third during the pandemic, we lost a third of a percent. And that's with people getting their free money probably getting jobs probably getting some kind of bonuses at work if they were if they work through the pandemic right and even one of the things that biden touts right now is how wa- wages are up earnings are up well the thing is is the earnings are only up like four and a half percent and the uh the uh, inflation in the time that he's been president is up 17 18 percent. So when it feels like, <laughs> let me put it, in, when you look at your check and even though, yeah, my check's bigger than it was last year or two years ago, you're spending a lot more money and I hear it. I hear people when I go to the grocery store or go to Walmart or whatever, and I, and I say it to my wife, you know, shit, this, you know, we spent a hundred bucks at the grocery store and I'm walking out with four bags, you know, a couple of years ago, hundred bucks is a full buggy. Right. And I hear people saying those same things. And and I don't know if these people are Republicans or Democrats and they're not sitting there damn Biden. They're not saying that because it's not just him. It's these corporations. It's the food, it's the, the food you're buying from the companies you're buying it from. Not just the grocery stores, not just Walmart. For the most part, you know, your your grocery store, whether it's Publix or Kroger's or whatever you got raise their prices because the company in which they're buying the food from whatever you know whoever it is um is raising their prices most of the the prices of the product in the store is set by the manufacturer it has nothing to do with the store now the store might put stuff on sale you know places like walmart or target or dollar general you know they have deals with corporations that because they buy in a higher volume they can sell it at a cheaper price. So where something might cost you $5 at the local grocery store, if it's not on sale, it might only cost you four fifty dollars at Walmart. Not that that product's any different. It's just because it's bought in a higher volume in the grand scheme of things because how many Walmarts are there? And um, But we're all seeing this. And the people it's not affecting are making more money than they've ever made. The main drivers for the richest Americans last year were stock and private businesses. And about $4.3 trillion of the overall gains for the 1% last year came from corporate equities and mutual fund shares, according to the Fed data. The stock portfolio, portfolios of the top 1% are now worth two, uh, $23 trillion, and they own a record of 53.9% of individuals' held shares. So what does that say for people like you and I? essentially we'll we we don't stand a shot in hell and i hate to be debbie downer here but it's true if you're working wherever you're working and it's like tucker said most of us get up every morning whatever time you go to work you go to work you do your job you go home but and we might bitch and complain about whatever but when is it going to take the time for you to quit bitching to your buddy about whatever and take a stand against the corporation in which you work for. I'm just asking a question. So Biden te- uh, tweets this out. This was this morning. A billionaire minimum tax of 25% would raise $440 billion over the next 10 years. Now, what does that mean? A billionaire tax minimum tax of 25%. Well, the thing is is people that earn over a million dollars a year already pay 20 to 30 40%. They already pay that's already in their tax in their that's how the tax code is broke down. The problem is kind of like Trump said with Hillary I use the tax code to pay less taxes. It's in the tax code. You're able to do this stuff. You just have to have the right people to do it. These billionaires, minimum tax, are already paying over 25%. And then where's the 440 going? Over the next 10 years. So you mean to tell me that if all the billionaires in this country, if they pay 25% of their income every year, you would only make $440 billion over 10 years? So you're only making... 44 billion a year in essence what is that even going to do we're at what 30 trillion dollars deficit he just says these things to piss people off like yeah fuck those people the funny thing is is most of you guys are probably paying close to 20 percent yourself and you don't even realize it because you don't pay attention to that stuff now, if you make forty grand a year and you're paying twenty percent in taxes, it might not seem that bad because you're not paying attention to it. But what's the difference between you paying twenty percent and them paying twenty percent? Well, obviously, if you make forty grand, you're paying twenty, that's eight grand. If they're making four billion, they're paying twenty percent, that's <laughs> right, eight billion, right? Or whatever. Um it doesn't it doesn't equate I, I honestly think they're playing with our minds with this whole 1% thing and then and here was another thing so you guys probably knows now I, I don't know I do know where a lot of you guys are from I don't know specifically where you guys are from I can see the states they that get that get downloads and whatnot but in the state of Florida the week leading into thanksgiving gas had dropped great gas was under two dollars a gallon so and i was like damn wow gas is 195 holy shit <laughs> you know i was like cool <laughs> that's you know that that's been a while right a week ago <laughs> gas today 320 319 whatever so why, why did it drop and then jump? Well, it's of my opinion that they did that. So people like Janine Pierre, what's her name? Kareen Diversity Howard, it call her that. Kareen Diversity Howard. That's why she could say things like this.
1: Bye. Lowering prices, you said earlier that the actions the president has taken have worked. So is it your sense that when people were home for Thanksgiving, catching up with their family members, they were saying to each other, can you believe how much more affordable things have gotten?
0: So, honestly, I wouldn't – I I hear the question, but I want to make sure this is very clear. We take that very seriously.
1: But why do you think it is that when you say the economy is improving, and President Biden says the economy is improving, that a majority of Americans outside of this building are not buying it?
0: So here's the thing. When we walked into this administration, the economy was on a a tailspin. That is the fact. Because of the last administration, because of the Trump administration, because of how they dealt with. Uh, dealt with COVID and the pandemic because they didn't have a comprehensive plan.
1: almost three years in office, inflation is up over 17 percent since President Biden came here. Inflation and that still Trump's
0: Inflation, also. inflation is moderating because of the actions that this per, this president has taken. Because the prices because are going up slower. We, They're still high. It's going down. The prices are going down. Uh, so prices are going down this is this is what they do it's sound bites right that way the average dope no offense can sit there and listen and think oh, prices are going down she's right but she's not and i've explained this numerous times that you had year over year is your is your inflation so if two years ago it was a eight per, we'll just say eight percent i don't know the exact number is eight point whatever but eight percent and then the next year that same month it was eight percent and then this year it's only three percent it still went up it went up three percent over the eight percent it went up last year over the eight percent it went up the year before do you understand how they why do you and they can get The media and they can get their backers to back them because those people control everything, including the money. But you and I know that when you go to the grocery store, when you go to Walmart, when you go to buy your prescriptions, when you go to pay your your fucking bills every month. That she's lying to you. Okay, and for example. We talk about like kitchen table issues. Okay. And forget about what the inflation number is. Okay? Let's talk about the things you buy on a weekly basis and the things you pay for on a, in a monthly basis that maybe not they're technically part of the inflation number, but the funny thing is is the way they try to calculate inflation, they throw other things into the mix to bring that number down. So think about that. Even though inflation is only "quote unquote only up" 17 18% in the 3 years that dipshits dipshit's been in pre, in the in the White House is it's not necessarily only 18% because of the stuff you buy. It's only 18% because of the way they formulate the numbers. But the things you do buy on a frequent basis, whether it's every week, every month, whatever or go as such. So flour so if you bake cakes, if you make bread, if you do whatever with flour, you're paying since January of 21, 35% more than you were back then. Baby food and formula, 20, almost, 28, or almost 29% more. Bread, so loaf of bread is, almost, is 26% more. Frozen fruits and vegetables, 25% more. Poultry, 25% more. Ground beef, twenty four percent more. Dairy, twenty three percent more. Lunch meats, twenty three. Soups, twenty one. Right, a gallon of milk is what five but almost five bucks, and, and that's around here. I could be more in your where you live. Eggs, right? Unless you can find a farmer that you can buy eggs from them, or if you have your own chickens or whatever, you're paying was it six five six bucks for for a dozen eggs. Right, it's that's not only eighteen percent. Eighteen percent is bad enough, but that's not only eighteen percent. Then when it comes to the things you buy probably on a monthly basis, home heating oil. We're going into winter now. Don't this is nothing I we really have to deal with down here in Florida, but you guys up north in in other countries, home heating oil seventy five percent higher than it was three years ago diesel 73 percent more and that's that's actually key so diesel 73 percent gasoline almost 48 percent but how does the majority of our goods get to where they're going right by truck hell i mean even if you get stuff from overseas it's coming by a big boat well what runs those things diesel so if bob the truck driver's driving you know is driving a uh, LT you know long long haul driving and he's driving fruit from California to you know wherever or you know meat from Texas to wherever or, you know whatever the case may be or he's taking toilet paper whatever now he's paying 73 percent more in gas so what is that what well, that's Bob's problem he's paying for the gas no it's your problem because now Bob's got to charge the the person or the the company that he's transporting the products for more money. So maybe before uh, I'll charge you $2,000 to take this $20,000 payload to wherever. Now I'm going to have to charge you $4,000 to take, you know what I'm saying? So now they're going to have to up the cost of their goods. So then when they take it to the warehouse for whatever company that's buying it, Publix, Walmart, whoever, they now have to raise their prices to cover the cost. Because no one's going to take a loss except for you and me. God forbid CEOs or these these uh, stockholders and these people that made an extra 12 trillion dollars God forbid they take the loss. God forbid you cut into the profits of those people. Oh heavens to no heavens we can't do that We just raise the price it's fine no problem they'll buy it. Leased vehicles 42 percent vehicle insurance 38% and that's i mean you pay like my my premiums got uh, renewed like a couple months ago i was like what the fuck happened why is our insurance so i just you know the rates uh, uh. and what are you going to do you going to switch insurance it's not going to make a difference vehicle repairs are higher 35% why is vehicle repairs higher well because the cost of the parts are higher because they're limited and then Nine times out of 10, it's not even the part that costs you so much. It's the labor. You could, you could have a thousand dollar repair bill and 800 of its labor. And that's for real. Look at the, look at the breakdown sheet. if you ever had any work done in your car? So why is that? Well, that's because, you know, uh, it might've been 20 something dollars an hour to pay the mechanic. Now it's $37 an hour because you had to pay for this. Cause this is higher. Now insurance is higher. It's a trickling effect and it's it's hitting all of us delivery services 27 percent. i mean on the occasion that we order pizza i go pick it up because i'm already i mean no offense to the drivers and i know they have a job to do but i mean if i'm pizza's already expensive enough you buy you know decent pizza and it runs just say 50 bucks well if you're most places charge you a, del- a delivery fee let's say it's five bucks but then, you want to tip the the driver because it's not their fault. So, you want to tip them twenty percent. So that's another ten bucks, right? Now there are some people that now, and I'll be honest with you, the reason I tip good for pizza. You might be thinking, damn, you give them twenty percent tip for pizza. Here's why. When I was younger, and I was divorced, and I was paying child support, and I was struggling, I delivered pizzas. I worked at the job I'm currently working at, and after work I delivered pizzas. I had to make some money, so I feel a certain way about. And I del- I get pizza generally from the same place whenever we get it, so they know, and they're quick about it. And the way I do it is I give them half the tip on the on the uh, you know on the thing, and then I give them the rest if they're here within or under their time limit, and I think that's fair. But still an extra 10 bucks for pizza, and you're already spending 50 when maybe a couple years ago it was only 30 Pet food, 24%. Natural gas, that goes along with your heat and oil, 24%. Electricity, 24%. Propane, 23%. Used vehicles, 22 Airfares, 20 Air, Well, that don't make any sense. Uh, It says airline fares, 20.8, airfare, 20.8. That's the same thing. Uh, And tires for your vehicles are uh, almost 20% higher. So those are things that are equated into your inflation number of only 3% or 18%, whatever you want to look at. If we're going off a three-year total, let's say 18%. So I always wonder... (laughs) What the hell is bringing the number down to only 18% because everything I've ever seen has gone up. So what is it? And I, I'm honestly asking the question. I don't know because rent's higher. God forbid you, God forbid, like we refinanced the house during COVID (laughs) and, and not that, not that our, our mortgage was incredibly high prior to, and I think we paid a, I think we had a 3% or whatever interest rate. Now we're like around a one point something because they were desperate to refinance with people. And, uh, so like our mortgage is like eight, eight hundred, eight 800, fifty, I think it is a month. Right. And, um, even before then it was only, it was a little over a grand. I think it was like around 1100, but my, my daughter and her husband, their house, they had an adjustable rate mortgage. And when this shit started going crazy, every quarter, their their uh, payment went up. So, they're legitimately paying twice as much in their mortgage than we are in their house is half the size. So little tip nothing else never get an arm never get an adjustable rate mortgage because it sounds good at in the front because you get a low rate but when shit like this happens you're fucked anyway um but just rent in general you know you might be living in a place that let's say you've been living there for a few years and a few years ago your rent was a thousand dollars a month now it's 15 or maybe two and you're still making what you were making maybe a little bit more But your hot rent, your uh, electric's higher, your food's higher, your gas is higher, your tires, everything's higher. Right? We're all struggling. And they just want more and more from you. And then this article broke today. This is from CBS News. And it's interesting once you start to see that (laughs) all the people in the news are starting to complain about this. This isn't like Fox or Newsmax or Trump or whoever. This is this is everybody. Everybody's feeling the crunch. The typical American household must spend. Now listen to this number and think about yourself and your household. The typical American household must spend an additional $11,434 annually just to maintain the same standard of living they enjoyed in January of 21. 11 that almost a thousand dollars more a month you have to spend just to maintain where you were almost three years ago. You are not making chances are, I'm no offense, but chances are most of us aren't making another thousand dollars more a month. That's just the truth. If you work a job. And, and you're, you're getting a hour, an hourly rate, whether you're a minimum wage, you're making 20 bucks, 30 bucks, whatever your, whatever your hourly, hour, hourly rate is. And let's say you got a rate. Let's, uh, let's just, let's for quick and simple math. Let's do this. You make $20 an hour. Okay. So I work 40 hours a week. I make 20 bucks an hour. It's $800 a week, right? Simple math. Forget about taxes. Forget about all that. 800 bucks a week. <sighs> You get a uh, 10% raise. You did a great job this year. You're getting a 10% raise. So now you're making $22 an hour. Cool, I got a $2 raise. Beautiful. So That's nice, $2. two that, that, That'll really help. So now you make 8 80 a, a week, right? Okay, so four weeks in a month. That's what? anyone bueller what 320 bucks extra a month now let's say you and your wife make the same amount of money work at the same place you got the same raise and everything's hunky-dory you guys live in life on the top you both got a two dollar raise you combined only make 640 dollars more a month you're about 500 shot well about 400 dollars shy of where you need to be just to maintain where you were three years ago so how are people covering the gap right well unfortunately a lot of people are using credit cards and the this past, I think is this past year credit card debt in this country is over a trillion dollars because a lot of people and it's not that they're all going out buying big screens and getting fancy car stereos put in they're not doing that they're using their credit cards to cover the gap between what they and that and that's assuming that you got a 10 percent pay raise most people get about a three to you know three to five percent pay raise okay Because a lot of times that's based on salary. But even if you're an hourly associate and you're making $20 an hour and you get a 5% pay raise, how much is that? That's a dollar. You're even way far shorter from your $1,000 a month. You need to make extra just to maintain where you were three years ago. Not doing anything more. Not doing anything less. There, I guarantee you, there's very few of us that are making $12,000 more a year than you were last year or three years ago. I guarantee you. And the way you're maintaining, because you want to feel good about yourself, and I get it, I get it. Well, we used to go out to dinner every Friday night. Now we really can't afford it. I'm just gonna put on a credit card because we really need to have this night. And it's it's just how it is. I'm not saying it's right. And I don't I don't even know what the answer is. I really don't. Now, most of us feel that this is all Biden's fault. Now, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm also not a hundred percent sure that it is. And and I I can't help but wonder that if. Trump had won. Would would we be in this shape, or would we still be in this shape? Who's to say? Obviously, we won't know. And uh, I can tell you one thing: what's going to happen is, let's assume Trump wins. Now, do you honestly think that overnight things are going to get fixed? No you're going to have a good solid year of bullshit still with money and inflation and, and whatnot. Prices will never go down. They might maintain, they might hold steady. It's very rare that you see a negative inflation number. You might see a zero. And if it is a negative, it's a point, whatever. So then it'll be the other side of the media blaming Trump. This is all Trump's fault. (laughs) But I think one of the most telling parts is this, and I'm going to close out the show with this, was Black Friday. So that was, what, last Friday? Um, I can tell you this. <laughs> I was in two different Walmarts last Friday. And it wasn't early, but it was around 7.30ish. And they were dead. Now... Oh, but Don, that's because they hit it first thing tomorrow. Okay, fine. Walmart, at least around here, doesn't know until 6. <laughs> Years ago, Black Friday used to last. But the media wants to tell you a different story. A lot of people are shocked by some of the headlines stating Black Friday shoppers spent a record $9.8 billion on U.S. online sales of 7.5% from last year. But this is a perfect example of how the media can be misleading but don't worry i paid attention to economics class and studied media literacy so you don't have to so listen everyone saw that stores were empty deals were not dealing you saw the thing about target maybe you missed it It was on tiktok where someone moved the sale sign and it was the same price their everyday price i think it was like 300 i think it was tv it was like 389 dollars black friday but their everyday price was 389 and Inflation has been kicking all of our asses this year and for the past couple years really So let's talk about the real numbers So the total increase in all Black Friday sales in 23 was really only 2.5% The article is saying that the portion of the sales that are online increased by 7.5% Are not the total sales And none of these numbers are justified to inflation So the current Inflation of for this past month was three and a half. It was three point two percent. So in actuality, if the total sales increased two point five percent, but inflation is at three point two, then that means there was actually a loss because their their number increase. This is the way it looks. Okay, so uh, let's just say a TV this year was three. We're going to use that three eighty nine number. Okay. Well, last year that TV was 320, 350. Hell, I'll even say 350. So that TV's 30, 40 bucks more this year than it was last year. Well, technically, if you sell uh, 1,000 TVs at $40 more TV, you're going to show an increase. Let's say last year you sold 1,000 TVs. This year you sold 1,000 TVs. You technically sold the same amount of TVs, right? But since the TVs this year are forty dollars more, you made an extra <laughs> four grand, forty grand, whatever it is, in profit, or you know, in sales, I should say. Um, and that's how they fudged the numbers. Oh, look at our numbers—we're up. Well, but you had a, and, and that's the thing, and and they're, they're they're we're basing this off of inflation numbers, but in actuality, if if that TV was three fifty. And now it's three nine. If it was three forty nine, and now it's three eighty nine, and went up forty bucks. Well, that's like a ten percent increase. <laughs> I think it's like eleven percent increase, right? So, if you only sold the exact same number of TVs, and your sales increase was only five percent, technically you lost five percent. Do you understand? Because you sold the same number of TVs that you did last year. only reason your numbers are higher is because the price was higher. And that's how they trick you into saying these things. Oh, sales are higher. Well, sales are higher on the dollar amount aspect of things, but it'd be interesting to know if anyone has calculated what the the units sold. Okay, last year we sold, Walmart sold 20,000, you know, for the company. I'm just throwing a number out there. For the company, we sold 20,000 TVs. Last year. That's awesome. Our goal is to sell 25,000 TVs this year. But in the meantime, the prices are higher, so you still only sell 20,000 TVs. Look at that. We had an increase of uh, five, you know, 10% in sales for Black Friday. We did a hell of a job. But you sold the same amount of shit you sold last year. The only reason you are 10% higher is because your prices are 10% higher. You understand how it works, so don't believe what they're telling you. Use your own brain and think about it. Think about the <laughs> the bag of chips. It was you know four dollars last year, and it's five dollars this year. The the what was it? I saw a fucking twelve packs of soda. I'm like what? Damn, six seven bucks for a twelve pack? For a twelve pack? <laughs> I remember. I remember back in my day. You can buy a 12-pack for what, like two... I'm talking about Coke, Coke or Pepsi or something. I'm not talking like, you know, store brand. was like 250 for a 12-pack? I mean, this is fucking ridiculous. You can't even buy soda. Uh, a 20-ounce soda is like two, three bucks. <laughs> it's like, shit. Oh, but sales are up. I guarantee you, if anyone was brave enough to show you the units, the sales might be up, but the units are down. Oh, last year we sold... Uh, 20,000 TVs. This year we sold 18,000, but our sales are up. How's that possible? Well, it's because the prices are more. Simple. Point blank. And just like that, folks, we are the 1% that they're talking about. We buy the TVs from Walmart and Target and wherever. The billionaires, you, you don't fucking see these motherfuckers rolling into Walmart buying TVs. It's us. We're the ones getting fucked. We're the ones they're after. We are but a slave to the grind of the system. And they're going to work us to death. Literally. So, with that being said, guys, please make sure whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, you share... Uh, and, uh, you just share it. Just tell your friends, Hey, great show. Don's awesome. Listen to him." And if you're on Apple or Spotify, you could please leave me a rating. That would help out tremendously. If you want to leave a review, that would be awesome too. I'll read them on the air and you can do that on Podbeam also. If you're on there and, uh, yeah, I'll read them. I, you know, I prefer good ones, but if they're funny, I'll read, I don't care. you send them to me. I like to hear what you guys say. Cause I, I, I know I say this. I'm just, I'm just regular dude. Dude, full-time job, part-time pocket. Just one of y'all. So it really, it really helps me to understand if I'm wasting my time or not. And then if you want to follow us on social media, it's Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, True Social. And on the Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And if you want to check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com, you can do that also. And from all of those situations, guys, don't forget DTOM Store Christmas is three weeks away. Free shipping. Help your brother out. All right, guys. I will talk to you again on Sunday. You guys have a fantastic rest of your day and a great start to your December. And if you celebrate Christmas... Merry Christmas. I got a show coming up for you all next week. I'm, I'm trying to get someone in the studio with me. But I have a Christmas show I want to do. Why are you doing it before Christmas? You'll see. You'll see. So stay tuned and watch out for that, guys. And I'll talk to you again later. Thanks.